0: Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. In episode 269, I am joined by the inspirational Sarah Gunn, founder of GoGo Events and the GoGo Foundation, as well as co-founder at CoLab for Good. Sarah and I discuss what it means to build impact chains or ripples of positive influence, starting from where you are and with what you have. We discuss the upcoming event coordinated by CoLab for Good called Impact Chains and how it looks to build understanding of our role and spheres of influence within systems and our capacity to enable positive change. This is Sarah's version of Be The Drop. Are you starting a podcast? Narrative Marketing delivers a full range of podcast production and training options. Visit narrativemarketing.com.au or hit the link in the show notes for more details. Sarah, I'm so excited for you to join me at the mic. It's always an absolute pleasure chatting with you and your beaming smile, which there will be photos shared across social medias. You need to check it out because Sarah just makes you smile. (laughs) So thank you for joining me. It is my pleasure. It's lovely to be here, Amelia. Well, we are going to be talking about impact chains. Now, as we go through the episode, what that means will be explained. I'm not going to give an explanation. We're not going to give an explanation straight up. But to get us started on that theme and that idea and what, you know, what you mean by an impact chain. I can,
1: Amelia. My own story is that I had a business. It was 10 years old. I was 10 years older than when I started. And it occurred to me one day that my business could contribute far better things to the planet and to people than it was at that point in time. It's an event company. I'd had all sorts of events and event clients and done all sorts of exciting things, but I was feeling that a little frustrated that I wasn't contributing back to the world in a very positive way. So I spent some time thinking about what is my impact and what could my impact on the planet be? And where I landed, not quite sure how I landed on it, but I made a decision that all the staff that I employed at GoGo Go Events from that point on would be people at risk, those who had experienced homelessness or risk of homelessness and those that had had a life that, uh, you know, was not like mine and that they hadn't been able to receive the support to, to you know, prop themselves back up again or, or you know, defy some hardship. And that was nearly 10 years ago and we were able to prove, I was able to prove uh, along with some great research from the University of South Australia and some good you know, collection of data and information from people that we worked with that um, the, my theory was that a positive work experience where you were able to re-identify with your strengths um, and skills and be paid for that work and be a part of a team and create something bigger than what one person is able to do on their own could be life reaffirming. And that's what happened. So we worked with 85 uh, people that we... uh, that we sourced from organisations that look after people who are experiencing or risk of homelessness. And we worked with them and we were able to shift a lot of their lives, which was quite extraordinary and wonderful. And along the way, I also received some recognition and some uh, scholarships and we were then encouraged to really drill down into what we were doing and we created the GoGo Foundation. And the premise is that if you wrap the right kind of support around people that have significant barriers and complex barriers to employment, and I am talking about women and non-binary people here, uh, then we can safely secure a career for them uh, in a meaningful job that will have long-term safety, financial well-being, agency, clawback control of their lives so that they can live the life that, you know, that we all feel we're born to live. You know, we have a a right to be safe, um, independent and, uh, you know safe and comfortable and so that's what we're working toward we ran our pilot earlier this year we fundraised in the gogo foundation uh, we had some incredible um generous partners and sponsors there and we bought eight eight women through the program five of whom already have great jobs really wonderful jobs <laughs> and um and then we were lucky enough to be uh, funded by the federal government through the Office for Women to run that program four more times, and we are in week two of our first
0: round. So that's my impact. I think. Yeah, and I so you know, and you mentioned before we started recording about this the ripple effect, which is I suppose a different word for an impact chain. And the I like the the wording impact chain because you're thinking about how. One thing you do links to another that links to another that links to another. So these, you know, you've started and gone up, well, I want to have a greater impact. I want to be able to give back and and have a positive impact. And so you've started that business. So there's, you know, you're a link in the chain. Mm -hmm. And then each of those women that come through and have had experience through go-go events adds to that chain and then they branch off and have change. whether that's, you know, with their own family or if they have children, you know, then the impact grows as their self-confidence and safety and security grows and these women coming through your program. So, you know, for me, that's how I'm sort of visualising the... And I'm a visual person, so mm. I'm literally using my hands here and mm. and t- portraying mm. chain links, connecting. Mm. Is that sort of how you see this idea? It,
1: it is indeed how I see it, but actually, do you know what? It's more than that, because it's not just the women that are coming through our program. It's actually, it's the program partners, it's our funders, it's our community of mentors, it's our pro bono partners, it's those people in our network that say, "I want to be a part of this," and I want. I I, I see what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve, and I really. Um, I want to be part of it. So it the ripple effect actually goes right out across from our board to, you know, large organisations that have got behind us and, and supported us along the way. And what I always say to my community, that large community, is if you bring what you have in abundance, your skill, your time, your money, your network your generosity, your equipment, you know, (laughs) whatever it is, that fills a gap for us and that if everyone is bringing what they have right now that's available to them that they have some expertise or ownership of and offer that with generosity into our network, we can all change the impact that we're having. Mm. Mm. And,
0: and and I like that because it's such a collective, collaborative mm. approach, mm. you know, and it I think we we look at systems that have been built around celebrating and, and building individual success and individuals earning and doing and capacity. But this is a real shift in looking at our connected success, mm. our collaborative, mm. uh, you know, because the impact the chain requires multiple links. You can't mm. even have the chain. Mm. There is no impact chain without multiple links. So, And you've collaborated with the wonderful Moira Ware and Amy Orange mm. and together you have collab for Good. We do. And so that's another part of, of the impact chain and more links that are growing and building. Tell me a little bit about that. So it must be about three
1: years ago now we realised that we all shared an intention and an understanding that we would collectively bring our energies together in order to create more impact and build a community. We could represent a community but then build a community around us and both Amy and Moira have skills in different areas. We work really well together because we have very different skills but we have the same intention and we're able to pick up where the other puts down and, and work around each other, but basically support each other um, to have a bigger impact and to bring our networks along on that journey. And I think what we've been able to demonstrate is we are collaborative. The three of us are collaborative. Um, we bring our own strengths um, and our own weaknesses to the to the party, to their collaboration, but we demonstrate collaboration in everything we do. Uh, we started the Heal and Hustle Council, which was a response to the bushfires last year, where we felt everyone felt um, so stuck and traumatized by what what was happening around Australia um, at that time, and we responded by reaching out to our communities and say, let's come together and let's heal together but let's hustle together let's make the changes that we need to change let's talk to our communities and find out what it is that we can um how can we can bring about change and how we can help others to bring about change so we had a great day together there we also set up a heal and hustle fund so people just out of sheer generosity put money into a fund and then we distributed that to organization women's led organizations actually at that point that just to keep them going and there was that was just an act of generosity to say you know you might have a a business on kangaroo island that's really struggling or we need to buy some stock or some produce or some food just to keep going and get through the next month
0: in that collaboration with amy and moira you have actually another event coming up called impact chains it's on the 11th of november and there will be a link in the show notes so people can click that because i encourage people to come now i've just got something from the website and it says impact chains will inspire forge new opportunities and build your capacity to drive positive impact from where you are with what you have now i love that and then it goes on to talk about some of these things you're just talking about now the systems and the process and know the things we can't see what's wrong and how can we do this better and I love this concept so tell me you've got a range of different speakers or mentors talking um, who have got different lived experiences and knowledge and expertise like what would what can we expect from impact change like this is a big this is big broad stuff like this is and I love that I think you're like yeah it's not too big we can talk about this we can talk about this
1: so firstly probably one of the most fun things about the day is we're calling it an activation because uh there are no keynote speakers and there are no panels so a lot of what we uh and we've learnt this from Moira actually, uh, is about embodiment of change. So how do you actually shift something rather than just keep it cognitively? How do you observe something? How do you think it through? And then how do you act, How do you feel about that? And once you have a feeling around the way you can change, for example... Um, One of the activations that I'm involved with, because we work in the GoGo Foundation uh, with women that are coming out of incarceration, we're doing a, a regenerative justice discussion and we're doing a privilege walk. And the idea with that is that we're working with three people that have a lived experience of being in prison and it's a it's a it's an exercise you'll have to come along on the day to be part of it but it's to understand physically in 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 an activity that we will do what does your privilege look like and what does someone else's lack of privilege look like and it will become really evident um, to each person, because you'll have this embodiment of, oh, you'll be able to observe that someone has something that you don't have, or you have a lot of something that someone else has never experienced. So I think that's really exciting. And there is also, for example, uh, the amazing Nia Lewis is coming with her team from uh, Youth Inc., and they are running uh, an ideas session called. Ideas to um, unfuck the world. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. You are. (laughs) are. Um, And that is an exercise where young people who have been, you know, in some way marginalised from mainstream education, to to be the rebel in that, to actually say, actually, the system didn't serve me. It's not that I... the system didn't serve me it didn't suit me I couldn't accommodate a system and and I couldn't fit into that system that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me it just means that that system was wrong so what could a new system look like around education around food around tourism just to name a few of the impact chains that we will be discussing
0: Oh, and, you know, I, I wish listeners you could see Sarah because the Sarah smile is back again. shes I'm sure you can hear that enthusiasm in her voice, which is why it's always such a pleasure talking with you because that zest for 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 positive, for change, you know, and getting different people involved and what a fantastic, the activation of, you know, going through lived experience of people who have been incarcerated. Because for someone like myself who hasn't, What is my knowledge of that movies? What I've seen on the movies, or like I might go, oh, well, lockdown was a bit like that, maybe. Which obviously I'm not, I'm not saying that because, really, it, it's not. But that's what my closest lived experience might be, maybe. You know, so that, as you say, that's so different. It's so far away. So I, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So what a wonderful opportunity for someone to share that and go, oh you know to share a lived experience is Mm. such a privilege to have that opportunity i know
1: even though i work um with women who have been in prison you know it's still almost impossible to imagine what that actually is like and i think to build a more inclusive society you know the only way to do that is to stand in someone's shoes for, for a moment or more than a moment to, to really, you know, for a minute,
0: feel what it is like to go through that process. They're not comfortable conversations and I, I think and, and maybe it's just part of the human condition, there is a, a tendency to protect ourselves, to shy away from uncomfortable conversations, uncomfortable truths. Because it also re- requires a self-reflection, uh, you know, and a self-identification within that. So they're, they're not easy things. Mm. They're not simple, straightforward. It's easier to just go, okay, well, I've got I've got mm. enough problems. Everyone's got, we've all got mm. things on. But what a wonderful opportunity to take those steps further, to take that impact further, to mm. build those change. Amy, very purposeful.
1: Chose the old Adelaide jail as the as the place to to run this day. You know, I've been we've visited a few times in the, in the planning of the um, of impact chains, and it is it is a strange place to 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 come together. But I think. It's, it's very intentional because, you know, when we look back at the, you know, colonisation of Australia and still the struggles that, uh, you know, Indigenous Australians have with equality and, and, and land ownership and rights and, you know, these are... Part of going forward is also accepting the past. So it'll be very interesting to, to spend the day there. We've got, um you know, the extraordinary Mickey O'Brien coming to support us with a a welcome to country but also um, a smoking ceremony so we can all be at peace there on the day Um, and that's very intentional too so that everyone
0: can feel very safe Um, but yeah I'm really excited about it. Oh, look, and I am too. I'm, I'm excited for your excitement. Thank you so much for sharing those concepts and ideas with us. I think they're great things for us to consider and be conscious of and aware of and, you know, hopefully sit in some of those challenging conversations. But to finish us up, Sarah, could you share with us what you think your Be The Drop tip might be around how to create a chain of impact? A few years back,
1: the word purpose was, you know, everyone was looking for their purpose and I think there's a new framework for that. I My feeling is that inside every human is a, an inner knowing about what you have to contribute to the world and sometimes you can see it, other times you're too busy to see it or you've got other commitments which is totally fine but when that moment comes, when that Drop comes internally for you, that's the time to act. And that's the time to say, what can I do with this important piece of insight that I have? How can I give it to the world? It doesn't have to be volunteering, it can be something that you're paid for, something that you offer up. But to listen into that inner voice and act, that's my suggestion to Be The Drop.
0: Oh, fabulous. I like it. I've almost got goosebumps. Thank (laughs) you so much, Sarah.
1: That is my pleasure. Thank you, Amelia.
0: Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop.